Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We're here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. I'm here with Keeney. Hi, guys. And Fisher. Hello. I'm Krusty and I've returned this week. Bow down to the, bow down to the King Crust. The Podfather is back. Podfather. Podfather. I love yeah. it. That's your nickname on this show now. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I like Podfather. that. We need to get a nickname, Fisher. Yeah, because uh, it's Keeney the Crown Jewel after yeah. the Crown Jewel of Recharge Wrestling. I'm, I'm the Crown Jewel of Recharge Wrestling, not the Podfather. <laughs> we just need a nickname for Fisher. Uh, yeah. If, if any listeners can think of one, let us know. The, the Codfather. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, that's a terrible joke. Well, uh, I'm, I'm back. I had to take last week off. Um, it was really interesting listening to a podcast that you weren't on. Um, I had some serious FOMO, um, but I couldn't help but think, although I really enjoyed it, I, I was thinking I need to come back because the negativity coming from Salty Sean was unbelievable. <laughs> I'm surprised you even like wrestling anymore. Well, it's funny. I didn't even think I'm that bad. And then, then you face the fuss. Oh, I, I thought I was right last week. Uh, I think this week I'm a lot more positive this week. Just, uh... Well, let's see. Well, yeah, we, it's yeah, all good we'll stuff. See. We'll see. So what are we discussing on this podcast? We are going to have a uh, social media question first that we're, we're going to answer. Uh, we're going to be running through SmackDown and Raw from WWE. Uh, we're then going to go on to AEW. Um, then we're going to go back to WWE and uh, discuss some NXT. And then the ever-famous Skid Marks, my favourite segment, um, will be finishing off the, the show today. So, Fisher, um, I think you had the question on uh, Twitter. Um, you let us know what that was, and then we'll, we'll see if we can answer it. Yes, so the Bandit King asked us, um, do you think the shift of more legitimate wrestling talent over performance talent in the eyes of the public has damaged the industry in any way? Um, so that was the question. I've got some, some views on it, if you want me to sort of briefly answer it and we can sort of discuss it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Go for it. So my answer to the question is yes. Um, I feel like it has in the sense of when wrestling was at its height and its most popular, in-ring work seemed to come second and characters and storylines seemed to come first. People remember The Rock's catchphrases or Stone Cold or The Undertaker or various different people and their, and their, uh, and their gimmicks, their characters, their catchphrases. So I think that the fact that wrestling was more popular back then kind of suggests that it is. And if you look at 
um, wrestling now. I think AEW is a is trying to cater to both to an extent. They have great in-ring wrestling and characters, but I feel like it is wrestling first. And I feel like even though they've signed some great wrestlers, people like Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, CM Punk, they're not growing out of, they're not growing into a mainstream product yet. They've still got their niche, 1 million or so fans that watch the show. And I think if, if you had characters and catchphrases that got over more, people, more people would watch wrestling. Um, I feel like if you sh- if a non-wrestling fan, you showed them a 20-minute match, they're not going to bother sitting down and watching that. But if you showed them a one-minute clip of something entertaining from a segment, they're more likely to go, oh, I'll check that out. And that's my view on it. And I think the, the brand that sort of epitomizes that the most is actually NXT, because NXT was basically an indie promotion under the WWE umbrella. If you think about the fact that they are... Um, you know, we're basically putting on amazing takeovers, re- pure wrestling, not, not much character work, not much gimmick and promo. And that wasn't working for Vince. And he didn't see it m- translating onto the main roster where he could make stars. Whereas now they've scrapped it completely. And NXT 2.0, whether, you, whether we like it or not, I prefer the old NXT personally and that style. But the, old, the new NXT is clearly gimmick and character led, which is trying to get build more stars for the future because that... Um, like in the eyes of Vince particularly is what makes money. And I do think there is um, evidence to back that up as well from the fans. Yeah, so that's I, my view I, on it. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I think um, you go back to early 2000s um, and wrestling was just in a much better, or WWE in particular, well, with, with and um, ECW, in, in a much better place because of these big characters. I also feel like, we also had a real golden age for these characters as well. I think, you know, yeah, yeah, the characters were great, but it's not, not every day you get Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, uh, Mankind, all, all these guys all together at the same time. Yeah, all together yeah. at the same time. So I just think the what's happened over the years is we've almost weeded out all of these kind of casual wrestling fans, and now you get... The, the the wrestling fans are different now. They appreciate wrestling more, but it's just a slightly smaller um, kind of size than it was back in the early 2000s. Um, you know, the AAW is so popular amongst um, a lot of wrestling fans. It's because of the great matches, not so much because of the great characters as such. I mean, other than Orange Cassidy, um, I mean, I can't think of many other massively unique characters AW has. Maybe Darby Allen's relatively unique, but yeah, um, definitely, I'd say him. Yeah, but I, I'd say Orange Cassidy's the biggest example of um, he's very attitude era type wrestler, um, that kind of character. Uh, and at that point, puts a lot of people off. Um, a lot of these diehard wrestling fans. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I think, um, I think it has damaged it. But I, I'm just trying to think about how I feel about it because I was a massive fan of the Attitude Era and I, I think it's like the best best time in wrestling, things like that. But I'm wondering, if I watch it back now, it's a big nostalgia thing and I already love the characters, so I enjoy it. But I'm trying to think, like, if I watch people now, how quickly I get bored of them. You mentioned Orange Cassidy. I loved him for like the first three or four months and then I started to get a bit drained and bored. And I do appreciate a real in-ring performance, no matter who it is, um, if it's good. So so I'm thinking now that I sort of have been 
put into that trap. <laughs> um, and I think it's yeah. because we are sort of diehard wrestling fans now. Whereas back in the day, although I was obsessed with wrestling, I used to watch it all the time. As a youngster, I probably was a bit of a, what we'd class as a bit of a casual um, watcher. So I think it's a different time for wrestling. We've also have um, on the flip side, the benefits of this, um, I know it's maybe because they're actually um, given the time to, to show, but women's wrestling, if you, if you look at that, how significant it is in the industry and how much time and um, effort is put into, into pushing women's wrestling. We have some fantastic uh, women's wrestlers that have amazing matches. Get time to promo as well. That isn't just all about um, looks and, and things like that. So I think that's definitely not not damaged it. And does it bring in the viewers? Probably not. But um, yeah, I, I think it, in some yeah, aspects, it really I, I think it probably brought in a different type of viewer in the early two thousands. And I mean, women weren't there necessarily to wrestle back in the day. And I, and I think now we're getting, you know, Alexa Bliss is a prime example of you, you would never have got that before. Um, a, a woman with such a unique and interesting character like that. Yeah. Um, so, so we've I, got some I, good I performance as well, yeah. haven't we? Oh, we've, we've got yeah, we still have stuff like The Fiend. Um, obviously, Bray's gone from WWE now, but that was like, you know, that was really selling a lot of merch and stuff like that. And I think character work is still appreciated, but wrestling in ring now seems to be prioritised, not necessarily in WWE, but in other promotions. That I think if you've got popular. a real good performer, I mean, let's take MJF. He doesn't, I know he's amazing in ring, but he doesn't wrestle that often but he, he speaks on the mic almost every week and he's a new performer. Um, if, if you were looking at one of the old school that's still around and still doing it, you've got Jericho. But um, I think MJF is, is a, a prime example of someone who, who is performance based. And I think he puts performance above in ring, but he actually is fantastic in ring as well. I think you've got to have the whole package now, or I don't think you last very long. No, that is true. Um, yeah, I do think point. as well that um, obviously it's harder now from a performance standpoint because pro you've got to be you've got to tread a line with promos and stuff in the attitude era you could get away with almost anything whereas now you can't you do have to be careful and AEW sometimes push boundaries and, and say some edgy stuff but it's very difficult for wrestlers to to get that crowd heat or get really like you know something that would go viral and popular and make people want to watch wrestling that's not controversial. Um, and you can't do that. So it's, it's very difficult. And I think that's why now, and that's just a sign of the times, there's nothing wrestling can do about that. But I think that's why now in-ring work is probably preferred over promos and storylines because the promos and storylines are kind of watered down from what they were. So I think in-ring wrestling now is priority and what most people enjoy. But whether that's had a detrimental effect on the popularity of wrestling, I'm not sure, but may, I think it probably has overall. Yeah. In terms of numbers, it, it definitely has. Um, in terms of money, I think I'm pretty certain because of the network and things like and the big deals, they actually still get more. Is that right? Even though they have WWE so had one less. of their most profitable years ever last year, even with a yeah. pandemic. So that tells you everything you need to know about how much. I think how they in, make in a way, how are you going to get these um, subscriptions of the WWE network and something like that? You need diehard fans, not casual fans that are going to tune in occasionally on a Friday night. Yeah. Um, and the, nowadays, what WWE does to try and bring in casual fans is they, they bring back these nostalgic acts like Goldberg, um, which the diehard fans don't like, um, but it does get, you know, the casual fan back in and watching. Yeah, um, that's true. That, 
that's why they kept getting Undertaker back every year at WrestleMania, so people would tune in to watch the Undertaker. Um, you know, it's that, that's how they try and do it now. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's that's pretty much. Hopefully, that answers your question, Bandit. Yeah, I, I think that's what he meant. Um, so I hope that's that's right. Um, and yeah, I think we've uh, we've discussed it in a, in good detail there. So hopefully that as was satisfactory. Um, but yeah, we'll make so, this a bit of a segment if anyone wants to ask us questions on any yeah. social media platform. We'll, we'll try and answer them um, unless we get flooded, but <laughs> we can always reply on on Twitter, etc. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So should we move on to the? The normal sort of segments that we move on to now. So talk about yeah. SmackDown. Yeah, so SmackDown. Um, I, I just wanted to kick off is the thing that was probably my favorite thing about wrestling in the last week was Shotzi Blackheart. Um, not mm-hmm. if you'd have told me a week ago I'd have been kicking off the week's wrestling talking about Shotzi Blackheart, I, I'd have slapped you in the face, called you crazy. But I I couldn't believe the spot she was given on SmackDown. Um, to, to one come out and face Charlotte, I was like, wow, this is a big spot, but you know, this happens. But then to have the um, quite extreme heel turn on Sasha Banks, um, like for her to be to be in the spot with, with those two women, um, mm. she's been elevated from a tag team wrestler in a tag team no one really cared about, or maybe even a bit of a joke, she was shooting, um, she was shooting cannon things at people's crotches before and now she's here mixing not only mixing it with Sasha Shah, but she's like just uh, you know dismantling Sasha um yeah I, I just thought it's brilliant for shots you know I hope this is a push that um you know works uh, for the crowd and works for WWE um hope they don't give up on this too quickly no yeah, I'm really excited was... to see what she does yeah, pleasant surprise. This I don't think anyone was expecting her to to have this kind of level of push. Uh, like you say, she was in the tag team before, not really doing anything. And um, you know, to to have a match with Char- I was shocked when she came out. Then she had a, a good match with Charlotte, where she got several near falls. Like she looked like she could win the match, didn't win the match. But you don't sometimes. You know, some people have the attitude: if you don't win, you're buried. This was a good. This is how you do it. You you build someone in defeat, make them look really strong in defeat still, but they still lost clean ish um well kind of Sasha kind of costed a match and then obviously the heel turn and beating up someone of Sasha's caliber just made her look like a, a star um and now already like you can imagine if you'd have said like a week ago like you said Keeney you'd have think top stars on Smackdown think well you've got Charlotte you've got Sasha you might push Naomi obviously into that like and Shayna Baszler into those top slots as challengers but now immediately Shotzi's jumped in front of them like just like that and that's how you make a new star and hopefully they continue it because that was a fantastic first um first sort of bit of a push hopefully they can can build on that and not throw it away and have to have to do something stupid like within a couple of weeks and what an in-ring performance as well um i know we've just been talking about that but wow uh way, way to sort of come in with a bit of a crash yeah, it's amazing, and I think yeah, a good crash. I mean, like a bit. Yeah, a bang. No, yeah, not, not, not a bad, not a bad. <laughs> um. I, I, I just think this goes to show how easy, like the, the power WWE hold in their hands. It's this, it's this, this easy to make a star. Just you could do this almost, not maybe not with, with anyone, but as long as they've got something about them, which shots he has. If you have someone unique, if you have someone like I don't know, like a lower card wrestler come out and and beat up Drew McIntyre and turn heel on Drew McIntyre and beat, beat him up like Shotzi did with um, 
Sasha. Almost I never thought they turn her heel, but how cool yeah. is that? Yeah, I, I just think it's 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 brilliant and just make more stars. You know, it's it's not that hard to make a star. I I don't think it's not as hard as they make it seem sometimes. And um, yeah, just amazing. Well, sure. you mentioned Drew. They did it with Drew. Yeah, they did. Took, that them, was, took them a while, but yeah, probably a bit of a longer term. And I think Lashley was another one they've been really good with over the last couple of years, from turning to mid card to, you know, elite level wrestler. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame it takes WWE sometimes. Like, it does show though, if anyone on the WWE roster, like, don't necessarily give up on your push, because out of nowhere they could just decide this person's a star and flip the switch. It's quite strange. Uh, there's no consistency in the logic and the booking sometimes, but like you can go from a tag team not doing anything to just like star, like just yeah. out of nowhere they can flip flip the switch on anyone and the other way around. You can be WWE champion. I mean, Jinder Mahal is an example of this. Well, push to. I'm- Nothing yeah. to top to nothing again. Like they can just do what, whatever you want with somebody. And yeah, I, I was going to say Jinder's an example of both. He went from yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing to champion, then champion to nothing again. Yeah, um, with no real middle. I know he won the. United I'm excited about this uh, from out of nowhere. But sorry to bring this in, but I'm excited after that Veer promo. <laughs> Veer Mahan, he's now known as Veer. He's, he's, he's on got a surname. Way. He's got a surname. Veer is coming to name. the top. Yeah, that was here for champ by the we end. Are, of we're like the Veer fan club. Me and Crusty. Yeah, 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 you, yeah you two are. I, I don't really get. I don't really get Veer yet. After that, <laughs> I thought I thought he's better than Shanky, and that's it. Yeah, that's not that difficult, really. No, yeah. no, that's um, um, definitely not. Yeah, we're gonna move on to more SmackDown topics, and I think probably the next biggest thing on SmackDown was, well, one the, the um, knighthood of Kofi Kingston, yeah. and then we had the main event. And again, this main event, we've seen this. How many times have we seen the New Day v. The Usos? It's one of the most played tag team match in wrestling history, but love it. Such a good match. And so my takeaway from this match is, is this Woods being prepped for Roman? This is what I thought after this match. He got the pin. He was, he, and he's pinned the Usos. Okay, they could do New Day v. Usos tag team title feud, but... I don't really see what that does. Maybe to do that first and it leads to Roman. But I think this is leading to Roman v. Woods. I'm calling it now. Yeah, possibly. And and this is one of those feuds, the New Day and the Usos. They could do it a hundred times and I won't be bored of it. Like I love both no, teams. So and, and they've got great chemistry with each other and the backstory's there. So like it makes sense. And I, I actually enjoyed the segment with Knight and Kofi as well. Bit of silly nonsense, but like New Day can make most things work and this is one of those things i i quite like the fact he's called sir kofi i think this kind of they've never done that i don't think yeah i like that, that i enjoy that i don't mind yeah. that like woods it, otherwise it's just like king woods and kofi's just there i think kofi needed something to go along with it so i think i think i prefer then, sir kofi to king woods yeah and, and <laughs> sir kofi he feels like he if wrestling had knighthoods he could get that <laughs> do you know what i mean Definitely, he's been around yeah. a long time and he's kind of earned some sort of title like a hall of fame call up in is what it basically would be the equivalent but yeah i, I actually quite like the segment they, they always make it entertaining um and the match itself was good um you know let's say it, i think you could be right keeney um prepping for woods there was uh for roman there was another hint to roman on the show it was weird actually a smackdown without roman very rare yeah um I was and, and i still enjoyed it um I, there was one other person actually they they kind of hinted towards going for roman which i think is going to be the next person um, but I do think Woods eventually. I think maybe they'll do a New Day Usos tag feud properly, do that again, and then maybe we'll get Woods v. Roman. But I think Jeff Hardy 
looked like he was in line. He mentioned going for the Universal title in his short little promo. It wasn't a lot on SmackDown, but he mentioned it. And I think we're going to get Jeff Hardy be Roman Reigns. And I think next week we may well see Jeff come out and interrupt Roman or something like that. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, possibly. I think you know you could be right. I think it's hard to know. Like I think we mentioned this back when we were looking at the draft, who Roman's you know possible opponents were. Um, and I think Woods and Jeff Hardy are probably quite high up, high up on that list of credible faces that you could push to the top. Um, other than Drew, but you, you can't do Drew just on a whim. It, that has to be a proper program. It's quite funny, actually, on the Shotzi subject. Jeff Hardy's kind of been like that. And not, not throughout his WWE career. He's a legend. But he was in the 24-7 picture, not doing much on Raw. And now he could be in a universal title match on SmackDown. Like, you're just, again, flipping a switch a bit. Yeah, and I, I think actually Roman's a really good champion for stuff like that because you can have him against someone you know has no chance of beating him, but you're still invested in the feud. Like, realistically, we didn't think Jey Uso was going to beat him. We didn't think Cesaro was going to beat him, but he elevates these people and he and he makes you care about the feud with just... I mean, once they've been elevated, WWE, yeah. shove them off to the side and you never see him ever That's the again. problem. That's the problem with it. <laughs> that, is, that is the problem. I, You know, they really missed a trick with Cesaro. They built him up really well and then they just forgot about him. Um, and I enjoyed the, uh, the Halloween street fight. Trick or street fight. Yeah, this, this was okay. Fight. They do this every year. I just like they? the pumpkins everywhere. Just like... Shh. <laughs> Again, I, I think I, I got quite negative last week about how um, AEW approached this Halloween match type because it involved the cha- the title, the champion and the challenger. Whereas yeah. here, this is exactly the sort of people you want to see involved in this match. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a perfect um, matchup yeah. for it. So it does make sense. Like, yeah, um, we've had these before with people like a lot. You've know, had these trick or street fights before. I remember like Elias being involved in stuff like this before. And, and yeah, like, they're fine I'm, as long as you haven't got the serious feuders involved in it. Yeah, you do it with your mid card talent. I, um, and, and they're a bit of fun. I, I don't remember much of this match to be honest. I remember Nakamura having a pumpkin on his head in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I liked a bit of pumpkin. Um, I also just wanted to get, sort of mention Pat McAfee. He's just such a good commentator. I remember him out of nowhere just starting rapping, I think it was Little Wayne lyrics, um, but like incorporating like uh, moves or something like that. And it was just so good. It just came out of nowhere. And I love a bit of sort of He's um, going off script and doing doing whatever they want. It just works so well. Um, I want to see him get in involved in the ring as well at some point. Because we've seen him he, have a match. He is, he's good. He is good. He, so he was I, good, wasn't he? I wouldn't mind seeing him getting actually involved in a storyline like that at some point. This would have been be awesome. the best match for him to get involved in. Just like hit someone with a pumpkin. Or something. Well, especially since he absolutely loves the uh, the entrance of like Nakamura and Boogs. He's always like dancing yeah. on the table. So he could he could have done. He could have helped them. But yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it was a fun. It's a bit of fun. You know that was all right. Um, one thing I I picked up on on SmackDown. Um, is, well, is there anything else to say about that before I move on? No, 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 move on. No, just pumpkins. Um, was the interesting situation? Obviously, Brock's been suspended, and you got a little promo from Adam Pierce from Vid Home. I'm glad he wasn't back yet. He's still selling his injury, which I like. Yeah, um, he had a little promo about Brock finding him one million dollars. I never like it when they they say a financial sum because it always makes it sound stupid. But what was interesting is how Paul, how rattled Paul was when Kay, him and Kayla have great. Kayla Braxton have great um, chemistry on screen. And she kind of just crept up behind him and was like, 
hello, Paul. And he's like, for God's sake, not you again, kind of thing. And you could tell he was, he was sort of advocating for Brock Lesnar to her. Yeah, and then he kind of was like, like, oh, that. shit, Roman might be listening. I might get caught out here. Yeah, um, I better stop. And then he kind of walked off. And it was like, he was basically hinting that he is still with Brock, but he's yeah. not. And I, I thought it was just an interesting, again, something that only lasted about a minute or two on the show, but it's just an interesting little segment. Okay, it's one of those things that I'm, I'm really, I'm excited to see what happens, but I'm also disappointed because I want to know what's going on. Um, and I think that's the best sort of story. Yeah. Like, I, I want to know who's he with, but they're just going to draw this out, aren't they, till, till Mania season. Yeah, and, and, and I'm glad about that. I, I, you know, I, I wanted them to keep this Heyman Lesnar, is he, isn't he thing going? I didn't want them to just forget about it until Lesnar come back. So I like this. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was just happy about it. And uh, just on, on the Caleb Braxton, Paul Heyman stuff, um, don't know if you guys saw, but Caleb Braxton dressed as Paul Heyman for Halloween. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yes. Yeah, I, I've seen that, and it. she did a um, she did an impression of him as well, and it was it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, they're great, them too. Absolutely great. Uh, I think the only other thing to mention, really, from SmackDown was the um, the Shayna Baszler and Naomi situation. Uh, obviously, Sonya Deville in, in interfering, with the, well, not interfering, making herself a referee. Um, at least what I did find clever about this is they said that the ref from last week, there was men a referee this match, got injured by Lesnar because Lesnar beat up some refs. I thought that yeah, was a clever little cool. way of getting around it rather than just her coming out and saying, yeah, by the way, I'm going to ref it now. They got around it quite cleverly. Um, and then obviously Sonia uh, did a really fast count. Didn't count when Naomi had um, Baszler down for a pin and then counted like really, really fast um, to I kind of like this, but I'm also, I'm in two minds with this because Baszler should be destroying Naomi. Yes. In, in like the way she her was, character is. Yeah. They're using the wrong person. Um, for yeah, Naomi they should have a heel like, oh, that, that wasn't the pin when she could beat her, couldn't she? Yeah, <laughs> they, like could, she they could it. use a heel. If they were doing this with like Carmella or someone like that. Yes, then it would work, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying because Shayna shouldn't really. Need They're sort it. of just ruining her being savage. I mean, she was ending people's careers the other day. For, yeah, for a yeah, year. I do agree with you. On and that. now she's winning by a fast count when she could mm. just make. I do like rich. the storyline, but I do agree. That you're great. kind of. Um, I do agree Wasting with you that it's maybe miscast. Yeah. 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 yeah no, I, I, I'd use Shayna as a bit of a bulldog, sort of go around beating everyone up, beat Naomi up or something, but. It's just making her look weak. Uh, it's making Naomi look great, I agree. But because we're fans of Shayna, I think it's a bit of a shame. But yeah, the storyline's amazing. And they've been, again, they're giving it time. They're not just rushing it, are they? And it's done and dusted in two weeks. Yeah, that's true. It's been it building good. for a couple of months now, slowly. Each week, little snippets. Yeah, and uh, I think, obviously, I think this this will end in a, in a Sonya back in the ring. Um when that is, I, I don't know. I, I said it before. I think they're going to both be on the Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll both be on the Survivor Series team and they're going to mess it up there and it'll lead. And then they'll feud into the new year, probably still. You know, it'll be something like that. Yeah. Um, all right, should we move on to Raw? Unless there's anything else from SmackDown. I'm happy to move on. Okay. All right, Raw. So again, I, I think Raw, again, the main, the main thing really is the title picture um, at the top. With Biggie, Seth, and Kevin Owens is involved. Um, 
you know, I don't really know where Owens fits into this, um, but on, on Raw, we got the main event of Owens v um, Biggie because Seth wouldn't fight um, Biggie. And I quite like that Owens was like, well, if you won't, I will. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's quite a face way to get to the main event. Um, and again, Biggie just keeps keeps looking strong. He, he looks stronger every week, Biggie. He's becoming a real, he's really growing into to being champion. I think he, he's, he's doing a great job. And um, the only thing I wasn't sure on is after the match, I don't really know Biggie's actions were a bit weird. He kind of, Owens apologised and he still took him out. I like that. He's I just like showing it. his power. It, yeah. I don't think you have to be too nice. I uh, think it makes sense as well because Owens turned on the New Day before. It's like yeah. long term. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, it, Owens know. has a history of not being trustworthy. Like he always, when he's a face, he always turns on whoever the friend is. So I think Big, it was almost like a Biggie doesn't trust him thing. So he just did the big ending on him because. And he I love it him. when a big, when a powerful champion. Drew does yeah. it a little and bit, he looks did it a little big. bit, just destroying people, not, yeah. not shaking hands and going, oh, I'm. <laughs> I'm yeah, it okay doesn't look that. stupid. Like a baby face is yeah. quite easily manipulated and stupid. The champion yeah. shouldn't be like that. I know Just wreck down everyone. The That's what they should do. Wreck everyone yeah. and leave. Yeah. <laughs> be yeah. in a nice way. I and then smile just... at the crowd and not insult them. <laughs> this was all really good. And I absolutely loved Kevin Owens' promo. Um, I was going to say, I bet bit. you are so excited that he's back in the picture because I know you were concerned he was getting destroyed. and was, He is. The other week he was getting wrecked by Corbin. Well, yeah, they, again, flicking <laughs> the switch. You can just put anyone in any spot. Doesn't, nothing yeah. matters. And, and um, Kevin Owens is one, by the way. Kevin Owens, it doesn't matter what he's doing, how many matches he's lost, you can put him in the main event feud like that. Yeah, and that, that ladder time. match put him, like, he was so good in that ladder match, they probably thought, let's yeah. put him in this spot. Yeah, um, And him and Seth and, have such good chemistry, don't they? Yeah, they've yeah, had, yeah, they had a great match at Mania um, last year, I think it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I just, I love the Owens promo. I mean, all of it was good. I thought um, the whole promo was good. Seth, Big E, and then when Owens come out, he cut a really passionate promo about, you know, not winning the titles in ages. And he had some really clever little hints in there as well about his future, which obviously his future's been up in the air. His contract runs out in January. And he kind of said, I might be here three months. I might be here for years, but I'm going to give it my all. Um, yeah, that sort was of playing on that, and 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 then Big E also cleverly uh, mentioned. I, I mentioned it before, but um, Kevin Owens was in a faction in in I think Ring of Honor with Adam Cole and the Young Bucks called Mount Rushmore, and Big E mm. was like, "This isn't Mount Mount Rushmore. You can only and it like they really cleverly hinted <laughs> about mm. AEW stuff without mentioning AEW, and I thought it, it was that's how you mentioned. Um, it wasn't having a dig; it was just subtly mentioning hinting at Kevin Owens maybe leaving and going to AEW and that's weird on a WWE show but I thought well, it was cleverly done they're probably um, not going to like that are they but Vince probably didn't even know what it, that out. he probably didn't even know what the amount <laughs> maybe you should listen then. to our podcast and then you know he does yeah. he, he does listen right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I just thought that that was uh, all really good and then the main event match was was good as you'd expect really between these top stars and like I say they've had a good ma- match at Mania before um, so no real oh no sorry that was it, it was Owens Big E and, and Owens sorry yeah. it was Big E and Owens I was on about Ro- Owens and um, Rollins then yeah Big E and Owens never really had a match one on one I think I actually said it was their first one on one match and um, yeah it was pretty good but I love every KO match and, and Big E's just as good as well so yeah it's good stuff yeah just can't wait for Big E Rollins now I think it'll be a great title match um 
I think it will. I just think it's too soon for Rollins. I don't think he needs another loss. Yeah, we've been wanting to get a title match for ages, but it was the other title, wasn't it? It was a yeah. against Roman yeah. we wanted. Really. Thing is, I don't think he's gonna. He's not gonna exactly look bad. But if you, when did he last win? Uh, uh, if you discount the ladder match, when did he last win a big feud? A, a feud, I don't know. It's, it's a while. The last match I think he won was against the Edge one, but he because, lost yeah. the feud overall. Yeah. And a yeah, Cesaro he lost, feud. He lost the Cesaro feud. He lost the Kevin Owens feud. He lost the. Yeah. yeah. Uh, There's been a lot. Feud. There's been Ray, a lot. Uh, what, uh, was it Rey Mysterio? Eye for an eye? Oh, we won he, that I, one. He won yeah. that feud, yeah. Probably his last one. Ray lost his eye. Um, that, that, that was on Raw before he went to SmackDown and come back to Raw again. So that was a long time ago. Yeah, that was that was ages ago. Yeah, a long yeah. time ago. I just love Seth and I don't want him to lose. So, <laughs> but yeah, he's going to be amazing. Versus it will be a good match regardless, won't it? Yeah. There'll be a lot of disappointed fans when he stomps Big E into the <laughs> into the mat <laughs> and wins that title, and it becomes Monday Night Rollins again. Um, another match I was well impressed with, really well impressed with was Priest versus T-Bar. Yeah, this was good. Thank you, yes. WWE. At last, this you brought the Dodjikovic back that we know and loved from NXT. And how, I love Priest how anyway. This, how is this Dodjikovic or T-Bar's first proper, like, long singles match? He's been, he's been called up for, like, two years. It's taken him I'm way too long to do this. Yeah. But some amazing segments. And didn't they go at it? Wow, it's almost like well, T Bar said, Priest, I need to look good in this match. Yeah. And uh, that he snapped a kendo stick on Priest's torso. Yeah, I mean, that, you've got to painful. hit someone with some force to do that. <laughs> that would have hurt. Um, big time. I mean, there, there was some big chair shots, um, some great moves from Dodjakovic. And, and the sort of highlight for me was that choke slam um, off the apron through the table uh, by Priest. Yeah, no, yeah, that, that was insane. And the and also, table exploded. I was about to say, <laughs> have, have, have you guys ever seen a table explode before? Because that, that table was absolutely destroyed. It was wrecked. I don't think that actually cushioned the blow at all. No. He just hit that floor <laughs> with a fud. But cool, boy, did it look cool. Um, if he needed a good first match to impress, that was it. Um, and also, we had a proper finish he used the reckoning, absolutely laid him out cold. Um, so I cannot say anything bad about that match. That was amazing. Yeah. And I hope T-Bar stays in it. It was excellent. And and it kind of led on from last week because me and Keeney spoke last week about how they had a good match, but they ended in DQ. But I didn't mind the DQ because I knew it was going to lead to something better. And that's what happened here. They didn't just sort of do the same thing again, do a non-DQ, yeah. do a, like a normal match and then do another silly finish. They did that then lead to a no DQ match and then did a really cool finish Priest won convincingly and what I like as well we talked last week about kind of um, Priest's split personality that he's getting and he yes. was kind of wrestling normally aggressively but like not too much until he got tied in the ropes and the kendo stick stuff and then he went nuts yeah. went with the chairs went through the um, choke slam through the table then one with the reckoning was like see you later kind of absolutely destroyed him I really liked the build up the way they built Priest through that throughout the match yeah, it's really good to see. Um, yeah, I thought it was. This was excellent. I don't know where it leaves uh, T-Bar now, next, but um, it's kind of interesting. 
um, because um, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, I don't really know um, what's going to happen with T-Bar, but we did get, I want to mention after the match, of course, Apollo come out. So it looks yeah. like Priest is moving on to Apollo. Apollo. Um, I, I was just thinking, who was it? I was like, I know I had someone come out. Who was it? And I had to go back into my notes to remember. But yeah, Apollo come out and sort of challenge. So I think we're going to get Priest v. Apollo, which should be good, I, I think. Mm, yeah, it's fine. It's, it's a very standard mid-card feud to have. As, as He's been in the mid-card, um, you know, fighting for titles for the past six months on SmackDown. So it's, it's kind of... Before that, he was United States champion on Raw as well. He's, he's, like he's in that spot for a long time. Quick, yeah. Um, I just want to make one, one last quick point on T-Bar is I just hope this was a star-making match where... For him to have two matches back on on consecutive Raws against someone they clearly trust in um, Priest is a promising sign. And I just hope he's shown enough now that they, they trust him in, in these matches and give him longer matches. And, you know, hopefully, because I, I, I think I think he's gained a lot even in losing, um, personally. Yeah, definitely. I think AW do it well. I was, you know, I always reference Dante Martin. I think he loses most big matches, but he always looks great losing them. Um, and and I, I think I think T Bar's done the same here. So yeah, I just hope this is the start of something for him. I just hope you know he's on next week's Raw doing something else. Um, get, let, let, let's let's just see T Bar v Bearcat Lee. Let's just see that next week. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, what was interesting yeah. as well? I did see him tweeting. He did tweet saying something has to change. So I don't know if he's going to go back to his old gimmick. That's what I hope. And just do Dajakovic rather than him being T Bar. Yeah, he has, he has to, the name T-Bar, as long as he's that name, I'll always follow him around. He has to just get away from it and just be dodgy. Yeah, he does. Um, Dominic. Um, you, 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 I, sorry, I've just got something else, because you uh, mentioned about Apollo coming out as the next challenger, and I think we may have seen the next challenger for Becky Lynch appear um, when you had Liv Morgan confront her yes. on stage. Um, what, you know, what do you guys think about that? Is, is Liv I'm ready? I'm chuffed to bits with that. Um, I love, I love it. I was very disappointed when I saw her watching the TV. In oh, yeah, match. earlier on in the women's tag um, I was like, mm. what a waste. She was stood there with, um, who was she with? She was with Dewdrop. Tamina was there. Yeah, I think I saw Yeah, Tamina, Tamina, which made you think, this is just the, the crap bunch here. They're just sticking yeah. here. And I was, I was a bit annoyed about that. So I was really surprised when she came forward. Um, I think she's ready. Let's. I mean, she, I think she's been ready for a while. Let's push her. The only reason she's not ready is because WWE sort of give her a little bit and then reel her back in again. And and then like, oh, no, yeah. and again, we were talking Carmella about Seth. three times. Or again, silly. what we were talking about Seth as well. She literally lost it on on Raw last week to Carmella. Why did she not win that match? That makes no sense that she didn't win that match. And she's, lost, gonna put her in she's, she's lost to Carmella more than once over the last month. Or yeah, so, as well. I know. At the pay per view, I think when they did the. Um, the kickoff match, I think she lost, didn't she? Um, if I remember rightly. Possibly, well, she yeah. may have won that one. They've done so many matches, I don't know. She <laughs> They've lo- done so many. She, she definitely lost the um, Queen of the Ring first round match, definitely. Yeah. Carmella. Yeah, um, that, that might be the one I'm thinking of, actually. But yeah, obviously, th- th- this kind of leads on from the opening match of the show, which was the um, title match, Becky and Bianca. Yeah. Um, this is amazing, this match. To open more, like this is a pay per view quality. They've done a lot of good matches with the women. This match was brilliant, yeah. really, really good. I thought it was. I'm, I'm interested to see what uh, Belair does next now. Now she's lost that match. Yeah, it is a bit of an odd one. She's out the title picture. 
I assume um, the feud was continuing until I saw Liv. I would assume Belair just ends up captaining Raw into Survivor Series. Yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. Survivor Series is an easy kind of, you know, you can move on. And- I think she's going to settle because they can't really run it till Mania, can they? Um, I think she's going to settle down and then she's going to do really, really well at Rumble, not win, but probably push her into to the title picture for Mania, I think. Well, we're going to get Bella Becky again. I don't know. I think it's, she might it's, be... It's, it's, it's tough at the moment, actually. I don't know what they have planned for Mania yet. Um, it's very hard to tell, unless, they, unless they, we've got a Bailey return before, then I don't know, or, or, or Asuka. Um, Does Becky of, hold it all the way? I don't think Becky's going to hold it all the way to Mania, though. I thought she might have lost it here, by the way. I, it wouldn't surprise me if Be- Belair won this match. Well, that leads um, on to our... our... Poll that we did on Twitter, Kitty. You that might as well mention that. Does it. lead on to our poll superbly. Well done. Poll. Oh, I haven't read the poll. Oh, okay. Um, I so, was trying to catch up a little bit on wrestling uh, before the podcast, so I haven't actually read the poll yet. Yeah. So we sent the poll out on um, Monday daytime um, before, because obviously the Raw Women's Title Match was announced beforehand. So we said, with the Raw, Raw Women's Title Match scheduled for tonight, who do you think will be competing? in the champion feed champion match at Survivor Series. And obviously this was with Sasha and Charlotte and Belair and Becky in mind. And it was the four um, possibilities from that. And 69% of the votes went for Becky v Charlotte, which were the two current champions, probably the most likely outcome, um, especially as Becky's just retained. Um, and then second, we had Belair v Flair was second on 15%. So there were some people that thought Be- uh, Bianca might have beat Becky. Um, and then eight, and then there's 8% each for Belair v. Banks and Lynch v. Banks. So most people think Charlotte's going to go into Live Series as champ and Becky as champ. And especially now Becky's seen off Belair, then I think Becky's a shoe-in as champ now for Survivor Series. Um, and really, probably so Charlotte. So it's, it's probably a... You know, yeah, I can't see Liv exactly winning that title or something before then. It's unlikely, isn't it? Yeah, it is, it is unlikely. Um, but yeah. So going on from that with the women, um, we actually have a second women's tag team. Um, I wonder what they were going to do with the women's tag team champions because we've got no teams. Um, we and Nikki have literally been just backstage segments for the last couple of weeks. He's got no one to face. And uh, Zelina and Carmella, who have kind of teased being a team on SmackDown quite a bit, but not actually properly tagged together. And now we're tag team by the looks of it. So you've got Queen Zelina and Carmella and they beat them in a match. And that's all they do with women's tag team champions. All they do is, in fact, this could have been my skid mark. I don't know why it wasn't. All they do with the women's tag team champions is they've got one team to face. The contenders beat them in a contenders championship, whatever they call it, match. And then the challengers face them for the titles and then rinse and repeat. Just do that over and over again. Yeah. It, that is literally the women's tag division. It's so pointless. Yeah, this could have been a skid mark, actually. This, this was lucky not to be a skid mark. I, 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 if I'd have thought of it earlier, it would have been. But I had something else in mind and I, I forgot you, about I, this until just I, now. I had, I had five things written down for Raw. This was not one of them, this match. Uh, I completely forgot it happened, personally. Uh, yeah, I had so two. That's, that's probably why. Um, but yeah, I mean... It's just just nice to see women's tag team tag teams, I guess. That's that's the positive. I don't mind the pairing of Selena and Carmella. Um, was around. Yeah, yeah I think Selena and Carmella do work together actually. I think the, so. the the gimmick 
goes okay together. I think they, they're, they're okay together, but, but it's just the, the same booking over and over again of the division that does my head in. And they'll break them up. They'll break them up in like a month as well. You know they will. Yeah. Um, so I, I wanted to give a shout out to someone I've never given a shout out to before, um, but he had a good night on um, Raw, and that's Chad Gable. Yes. Um, he confronted Big E backstage, which I thought was yeah, really, cool. really strange. And but then, like the setdown was with Otis after. But Gable I think did that's all the cool, talking. Though, isn't it? Yeah, and then he faced Finn Balor in a match and looked good and got like a decent amount of time in a match. Um, with Balor so you know you, you don't have to see Chad Gable um, competing in singles matches very often it's, it's usually, if it's anyone it's Otis out of those two but it's usually tag matches or nothing really he so looked great just, against Balor yeah and the thing is you know he's an can, amazing wrestler yeah he again, really G- is G- Gable is a good example by the way of what I was talking about earlier like the, sh- the, the uh, shot push. you could put yeah. Gable and have him destroy Drew McIntyre and, and then all of a sudden Gable's Propelled to the top tier because he's so I'd love him to. You, uh, his wrestling style is so similar to Kurt Angle. I would love them to put him in that sort of a role, sort of an underdog, but he's just such a good wrestler. They can overcome anything, and I think we need one of those um, wrestlers at the moment. I mean, the like. I mean, we've got Rey Mysterio sort of on his way, sort of out now, isn't he? Mm. Um, I think we could do with so, so, and he's small as well, so it makes it even more. Could you imagine <laughs> Don't if he we was know just it. like Don't we know absolutely, small. yeah, shorty G. I mean, <laughs> could, could you imagine if he was just sort of lying flat out on the floor and like Drew sort of stood over him and then suddenly hits like an angle slam certain style? That'd just be so good. Um, yeah. And also, Balor only just beat him. Um, yeah. If anything, I think Balor came out weak from this match, but I'm going to discuss that more later. Um, yeah in my segment of skids. So <laughs> yeah. I can't bring that up now. This was a good match though, wasn't it? It was good to see Chad get a singles match like Keeney said. And it is just funny you mentioned Kurt, Kurt Angle because it still baffles me to this day that they had Kurt Angle do an illegitimate son angle and they went for his tag team partner, Jason Jordan, instead. Who isn't even, like it didn't make any sense whatsoever when Chad Gable was right there, guys. Come on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> The yeah. suplexes were great. It, I love his suit. He's just insane. Come on, let's let's give him a push. Give him the angle slam. Yeah. Bring her angle back randomly. And so that you kind of, kind of a segue. You mentioned the word push and I just wanted to move on to quickly. Omos continues to get pushed, continues to be alone. Um, AJ hasn't appeared for a few weeks. I don't know what's going on with AJ. Um, but Omos is coming out and destroying tag team single-handedly. But they are strapping a rocket to Omos's ass, and they're firing him to the moon. Um, and I, I just, I just don't know how far they're going to go with him. Are they going to go Braun Strowman levels and have him compete for titles, big titles? I, I, I don't, I don't, think I don't he's know. Got the wrestling ability. I mean, I'm also he, not sure he's got the promos, but then he hasn't got any. What... He's just big. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not... he, he, he is manhandling Orton and Riddle, who are two pretty top guys. Yeah, I suppose you would have said the same about Braun Strowman when he first came in and he was with the Wyatt family. Like Bray was doing the promo work for him and he was just like there. And yeah. maybe, you know, I don't I think wish... they should rush it, but I think eventually we may get there. Yeah, I, I, I reckon, you know, I think he'd maybe be a good foil for Big E. As long as he didn't beat Biggie, um, but I, I reckon I reckon they could. Yeah, get, that could be cool. I'd they like could, to see they, that. They, they, yeah, they could get a decent title match out of Omos. I think, um, but I, I just want to see AJ back 
I, I, I miss Age yeah, of Yeah, big ending on Omos would be cool. Yeah, I would. Um, anything yeah, else AJ. from Raw? Anything else from Raw? Um, that's all my notes. No, no that's, that's everything that, I've that's got as well. I've got from Raw, I think. There's a couple of other segments, but nothing worth talking about, really. No, no. I think it was good Raw. Yeah, it was decent. It was all right. It was not not bad for. It was. It was good. And it was a decent SmackDown considering there was no Roman. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty good actually this week. WWE is good. Yeah, well done WWE. Um, Hat on the back. So AEW, will we be saying well done to them after we've discussed it? Um, I think possibly because they had the news obviously in the week of uh, John Moxley um, putting out of the you know taking time off of wrestling. Um, yeah. to, to, I hope he goes to, back to St. John there. Yeah, yeah. So. I, yeah. Horrible, Recharge wrestling as well. Wishes to you. Yeah, and I, I think what they did really well is CM Punk come out and mentioned it and yes, and did a really passionate promo um, about it. And it was really good because he's been through similar things in the past, CM Punk. So it was, yeah. it was nice to see. They're not um, sweeping it under the carpet. Yeah, and, and they face it head on. And what they do well is they are very good at keeping the win-loss records in the rankings. And I think here's a good example of where it come into play because yeah. Mir- because Miro replaced him because he was the top-ranking, um, you know, wrestler, not in the tournament. And it made complete sense, you know, for Miro to be in this match. If, if this match fitted yeah. Miro... Um, yeah. if it, it was criticising me he wasn't in it in the first place. And yeah. then now he is, so... You know. I think it fits his character because his promo was like, you know, is this a... Um, uh, what is it? Like a message from God or something? Like... It will, it will fit perfectly. They, they, they I really the, enjoyed that match as well. Yeah, they, they handled a bad situation really well. You destroyed and, um, Orange Cassidy, which yeah. I like. I was and, the only my only slight criticism of this was um the match was quite short and they had an ad break like right in the middle of it. I was like, what, yeah. the, what are they doing with that? Like it's the main event. Was, they don't normally do that. It was odd, but what we got was good, and and I love the stare down at the end with Brian. Yeah, and, and now, from out of nowhere, we've just got a Miro Brian match, which is going to be great, just from absolutely out of nowhere. Um, they ever? Fa- I don't. I don't know if they, they must have faced each other at WWE, but yeah, I, I was thinking of Rusev Daniel Bryan. They must have done. They must have um, had a feud in WWE at some point. But I don't but, remember. But, that but, but, but not in this um, capacity of fighting for a title shot. No, no, no way would they have had that before. Um, yeah, and, I, but, and and talking of Bryan, I mean, the run he's been on recently matches the match with eddie kingston oh my god that was so good yeah that was the other semi-final wasn't it that's um, so good that match on ramp that was on rampage so we're going back from from that was on dynamite obviously last night this was on rampage on friday so we're going a bit all over the place with that but yeah. yeah oh i mean he had a great match with dustin in the first round i thought it was really good and then the, the match with eddie kingston the crowd was going absolutely nuts for it as well and eddie kingston i mean i remember you saying last week and i do agree with you to an extent that you know he's kind of average in the ring yeah, but here he looked really good. Yeah, but, I think it's probably his best match so far, actually. I would. But say. I do think Brian could have a good match with me or you or, yeah. or anyone. Do you know what I mean? He's that. I think he's. <laughs> I'd love to level. see that Fisher versus <laughs> Daniel Bryan. I just think that he's, you know, in ring wise, he's that level where he can have a great. He can he lifts people up to another level, and there's a plenty of other guys that do that as well. But at the moment, he's on another level. I feel like in in, in the ring, um, and they're getting some great matches. Out of that. And so that's, I just love that's his intensity as well. He's just so on it, isn't he? When he his entrance and everything. I feel like he's on a mission at the moment because he left WWE to kind of do this and pursue having more. I know he had good matches in WWE. Of course he did. His WrestleMania main event was great. His match of Reigns, his last match in WWE was really good. But I feel like he's making a point that he can be even better than that. 
yeah. like week in week out and this is yeah, what we want every week. good matches and they're not they're not boring either they're all different yeah. um we had suzuki and, the other week and then we had and they all mean something as well they all mean something they're yeah. not just matches for matches sake these are because no, punk's had a couple of them and that's been a bit of a criticism yeah i actually think punk has had too many of those matches for matches sake um yeah but, but punk's yeah. promo yeah it was really good really really liked that um, it, it was back to, and, and, and leading back. on to as well from talking about all those guys linking in you've got Kingston and Punk facing off on Friday and I cannot wait for it yeah that looks like we're, we're moving on to that next aren't we Kingston Insane. and Punk although Kingston's just team. having a loss 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 <laughs> yeah. I assume he doesn't yeah, win many I actually, actually think you, you don't expect Kingston to win these matches do you like, it'd, it'd be, I think there'd be outcry if he beat CM Bung or if he beat Daniel Bryan uh, Brian Danielson sorry I, I, I think he's in a good role Kingston I think he's, he's I would a... like him to beat CM Punk by like wrapping his hand in a chain or something like that it'd be interesting you think there's a serious feud out of that and it, could you imagine the microphone the, the promos the promos those really, two I mean even that step, they had like a bit of a promo off on while Last everyone else is wrapped up, it keeps him well away from the title, which at the moment you want him back away from the title. That, that's someone that you could really give him a good... I mean, who, who else would you put him with uh, at the moment? What, Punk? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was actually thinking maybe they could have done Miro, but he's obviously now in, in, in something else. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's not, there's not I many. think it could be a great feud. And you could start that by Kingston beating him by cheating. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise but by me cheat, I mean like a chain, not like a weird. I mean, we discussed uh, last week. We thought Moxley thing. was turning here. Well, I think that was the plan before. Obviously, he he went and took a break. Obviously, Moxley and Kingston are are linked as friends anyway. So Kingston turning here as well makes sense. So, and if Kingston's going against Punk, who's his face, him winning and turning heel would actually make sense. Yeah, there we so, go. Yeah, you heard it here like first. That. Recharge trust. There you go. Is that, is that a, that's a crusty prediction? I've been recharged from my week off. And I just want to talk about predictions. Because yeah, last week... That's a good segue, that. Last week, I said Dan Lambert would be on the uh, team against you Inner did. Circle. I enjoyed that segment. And they the picked him. And I, I called it last week. Fisher Fisher wasn't sure. You know, and... I just thought, what can that, he do? I, I, the moment you said it, I agreed with you. And yeah. how Attitude Era did this bit feel? Well, just for, like, for a second, I thought I really thought Paige Van Zandt was going to be the last pick. I was like, oh, they're going to pick her. Like, um, yeah, I was. Uh, I was to be honest, as soon that. as he said, like at the start of Dan Lambert's promo, he said, "I'm the number one guy in top team" or something. Whatever he said, yeah, I was like, he's in the match. As soon as he says that, I knew it, I knew he was in the match. Yeah, because he kind of gave it away there, and I was like, bloody hell, Keeney's right. Like, yeah, he got it's it be right great. last week. And I'll tell you now, the finish of that match is going to be a Judas effect on Dan Lambert. That's going to be the finish of that match. Yeah, surely. Yes. He, <laughs> that Lambert's not going to. He's he's going to not going to enter the match. Imagine if he does like an. Well, I wasn't maybe. sure on him at first, but as the weeks have gone on, he is so good on the mic. He is very. He's good. so annoying <laughs> because yeah. he's he's that good. He, he's a perfect heel almost, and he's great. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and yeah, I'm interested I, to I, see I, what he actually does. I think I agree with what you said last week. He's just going to run run away. Yeah. Um, but be interesting to see if he actually does something. Be quite cool if he does put someone through a table or something like shield bomb style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The promos here were fantastic. Jericho was great again as well. 
um, talking to Paige Van Zandt and her husband. Um, great stuff. Really enjoyed it. And, and and the other guy, I can't even remember his name, but he literally just called him the other guy. He's like, we could pick the other guy, like just uh, on the end. Um, I think the uh, best bit there was when um, Paige Van Zandt was like, I can take uh, all five one at once. Oh, yeah, and, and, he he was, was, and he was like, what? you know, you want to take on all five of us and stuff. And he was like, you know, the joke writes it itself. And it's just, it just brilliant. Like as soon as she said it, like the whole crowd was like, you know, like pissing themselves. They knew what was going to come. And, um, yeah, it, it was it was brilliant. Um, Jericho again. I, I I don't want him to ever retire. I actually like Jake Hager in this as well, and that's that's hard to accomplish. Yeah, he did have a good, a good line. I can't remember exactly what he said, but he had a good line. It, it was about um, the other guy lasting like seventy seconds. Oh yeah, I, think, in the UFC yeah. I just thought, wow, Jake. Obviously, Hager's got a UFC. Um, background. background. Yeah. So it does, he's got a bit of it made, it made sense. It's just Hager's normally, he's not the most charismatic performer. Like, he's, he's not a promo guy, is he, at all? And no, he's not even a he's an in-ring guy either. No, he's, he's not he's, particularly. I don't know. Great. I think I've, I think he's good in-ring. For someone his size, he, 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 he could do quite, do quite a bit. <laughs> How about he's you okay. people off, Hager? I'm not interested. Hello, right. where's that come from? <laughs> I've never liked him. Not, not uh, in WWE, not in AEW. I think he has a part to play where he just stands at the back looking big. Yeah, but... that's basically his role. Mm. He doesn't do a lot. That's why I was kind of surprised that he, he spoke and actually what he said was okay here. I think he's all right. I like Santana and Ortiz. I love Sammy G. Yeah. Um, Jericho's an absolute legend, so I just think he's just a bit of a waste of time. I prefer Wardlow. If we're looking at a big guy, oh, Wardlow much prefer. Right. Oh no, yeah, okay, yeah, I, I agree with that. Wardlow, and you can't say he's all right for the size of him. I mean, look at the size of Wardlow, and he's insane compared. Yeah, we have people like Keith Lee now. Hager out, I say, get him out. Rusty <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hager. Interested in him. First. Give him to Ring of Honor or something like that. We don't want him. <laughs> he's going to change his uh, skid mark last minute. I am Next to Jake well, we've been quite positive this pod, so I wanted to lay well, in someone. Yeah. Someone um, who doesn't need the publicity anymore. Yeah, I want to bring back some positivity. I want to mention... He's made some money. <laughs> he, he don't need to be here no more. I want to move on. I want to mention MJF and Darby Allen, who had a great wow. um, a great segment this week. And the, the crescendo of it all was that Darby um, run from like the back of the crowd... The running to, clothesline. To take him over the um, barricade. It was absolutely amazing. I need to um, watch that back because it was so fast. I was like, what on yeah. earth just happened? <laughs> it was amazing. Um, and um, this is a match. Again, I cannot wait for it. It's just going to be so good. MJF and Derby is going to be an amazing match. The, um, and how cool is like Sting and um, even Sean Spears has really come into his own here, I think. They've put him in such a good position um i love the fact that sting came out with all these random masked people and yeah. then um sean Spears, you just heard a load of chair shots <laughs> and yeah, the like, camera wasn't sean even showing Spears, up, was just it? like chairs <laughs> everywhere <laughs> what, what was uh, interesting i got well here. excited i think they've actually used him really well before he was a bit sort of whatever but that, that sort of character to follow someone around who's really charismatic such as mjf i think it's really cool yeah um and Sting, you're not going to have him wrestling every week, but the part he plays, just sort of following and defending, he's sort of like Darby Allen's guardian angel. I love it. And it, it allowed them to fight. But I also like the fact that MJF was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for this. I know he ran away at the end, but he was straight over that barrier and then they clashed. That was so good. Um, yeah, just like you, I'm, I'm well, as you, if you can't tell, 
I'm really excited for that match. What I like to hear as well is MJF's promo was a little bit of a different tack to his normal. Because normally he's just like, he'll get that heat, he'll go really low. Here, he was actually big in Darby Allen up. Yeah. He was like, we're the two legends of here. Like, we're both amazing. Um, he was like, there's a couple of other guys who came, to, you know, in at the start. But me, me and you were number one and number two kind of thing. And he's not putting Darby yeah. down too much and calling him no. trash like he does with He's actually saying, no, you're good. You're really good. He's just not quite as good as me. And I like that from NJF because he's in his previous feuds, it's all about being going as low. I know he's gone gone low on some lines on the even in this feud, but it feels like he res- almost respects Darby, but he he wants to beat him to prove he the point that he's better than him. And you know it, or whatever. Who do we <laughs> Yeah. Nice Fisher. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. But you know, I mean it's, it feels Who's like winning? that. Who's winning? Early Preds. It's hard, Matt. It is really tough. I'm my initial reflex reaction was MJF. I yeah. think he'll win. Um, but Derby has lost, you know, his last couple of feuds. Um I th- so... I think I, I normally back MJF to win. He very rarely loses, but we'll see. I don't know. They, I'm not they... I'm really thought about it yet. That's well, how what... good this is, isn't it? Well, what they could do is they could have Wardlow turn on MJF here at this feud, and then if Derby win, then we lead to a Wardlow MJF feud. Yeah, yeah. that's going to happen eventually. So, and they've been teasing that a lot recently. Um, mm. Not so much this week, actually. I think it is time weeks. for Wardlow to show his show what he can do on his own. Yeah, and so. like I say, he's, um, he's he's got Spears now, MJF. So he doesn't he doesn't really yeah. need Wardlow behind him anymore. I don't think so. I think he's he's got. Yeah, I think that's a good bread, actually. I might steal yeah. that bread. <laughs> So, anything else from that, from that um, uh, feud, or do you want to move on? No, move, move on. Move so, on. We, we've got to talk about the main event sort of stuff. I know it wasn't the main event on this show, but Kenny Omega, Hangman Page stuff. I thought the match between Kenny and Alan Angels was pretty good. Yeah. On show. It was. Uh, Alan show. Angels impressed me. He's, he, obviously, they had a match a couple of years back when Dark Order were kind of first there and it, and it was competitive then and everyone kind of was like why do I don't, I, I don't really, don't really rem- remember that one I, I do I remember know they, it happened. I know they referenced it but I don't remember it yeah because at the time I remember it got some criticism because it was almost too competitive a match and they were like why is Alan Angel like at that time Dark Order weren't really doing anything um, and to be fair Kenny wasn't the champion but still it was a bit odd because um, Kenny was having just like squash matches at the time but here they actually put on he had a couple of near falls, like where it looked like he might actually beat him, um, which is quite crazy, really. But it was a really good match. Um, and then you got the angle after the match, um, trying to beat beat him up, and uh, obviously Hangman Page made the save as you'd expect him to. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's all pretty good. Like, it's it's different from the feud last week, Kenny. Obviously, your criticism last week over the how uh, sort of it was made into a bit of a joke. This was more sort of serious. Yeah, this 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 was good. This was good. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the match. Um, and yeah, that's about it. This hasn't really advanced anything for me in the feud. Particularly, I think we've recovered from your negativity from last week with Hangman. Now, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I've forgotten all about that joke match. Now, um, the moment that guy's music drops, I get I get excited. Hangman, Hangman is yeah. such a star out of sort of nothing, well, out of the beginning of AEW. Um, I, I just love it. And you know that he's, he's coming down, he means business. Um, 
I mean, we're not exactly cowboy Joes over here in the UK, but I just love his character, and I think he's so cool. And the fact that he like laid the title down and was like, "Yeah, and get it." And it's just, and it's you've just got badass. nine days left of it. Yeah, yeah, Very that confident. was actually, that, that was a good ending. Actually, yeah. awesome. his story arc's just been amazing because he was kind of like in the elite, then out of the elite, then his confidence was dropping, and then he's friends of the Dark Order. They've kind of raised his confidence, and now he's confident to go on his own and beat Kenny and. It feels like it's just getting to the sort of the top of that now, where he's probably going to be in. I don't know. I, I want him to be in now. I, I think he should as well. I love I Kenny of, as a title holder, but I've sort of ran. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready for yeah, him. Yeah, I kind of think. I really think he he should. Um, yeah, and I, I I think he will. I'd, I'd almost be surprised if, if Mega won at this point. I think. I think as well with the Don Callis thing. I'm not sure what's happened with him, but he's not been on the show the last couple of weeks, and I feel like it might be the right time. Oh yeah, where is my favourite promo I think it's to do with, obviously, Don Callis really is contracted, I think, to Impact. And the Impact AEW partnership has ended. Ah. So... The same reason we we, we, we haven't haven't seen the Good Brothers. Yeah, that's why the Good Brothers aren't there either. So I mean, I was enjoying that. I don't miss the Good Brothers particularly. I don't think they... I mean, I've forgotten all about them, to be fair. I mean, I hadn't even remembered that Don had gone, but I did enjoy all the stuff they had. Yeah. It, it, it was good while it lasted, but... But they yeah. don't need them. It, they're big enough. There's yeah. enough of oh, them, they, isn't it? They there? don't need them. It's just Don. Don. Well, they've, got, they've got Adam Cole now. And, and speaking of which, actually, I was going to say, this was my favourite thing on the show, actually. Um, I know yours was just MJF Derby Keeney. I don't know what yours mm. was, Krusty. But my the brawl between these guys with the uh, Christian doing the concerto to Adam Cole, I thought yeah. was just a really cool... Adam Cole got powerbombed on to. Yeah. This was, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of faction cool. warfare on the show, as there always is. And a couple of times I was a bit like, oh, here we go. This was really, really well done. And I loved the fact that he used the concerto on Adam Cole. Um, and Adam Cole sold it really well. He was kind of like going crazy on the front. Yeah, I, I, was, I was surprised to see Christian back, actually. We haven't seen him for a few years. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know where he'd gone. I know he's been Impact Champion, so he's probably not. He's been on there and hasn't been appearing on AEW. Yeah, he's been. He's been. Obviously, they they've just had Bound for Glory. Not, so has he big, lost that belt now? Yeah, he lost yeah. the belt. for Glory. Yeah. He lost about. Uh, that's like their big pay per view. So he was building up there, and then he lost it, and now he'll return to Impact again. Part of the Impact AEW thing ending. I think Christian obviously losing the belt won't appear on Impact anymore. He's going to come back onto Dynamite, which is better for him anyway. I think. I don't think being on Impact does too much for Christian at this point. It's kind of cool that he had the title, but. Um, I think it's and, more of a um, goodwill thing to, to, to a random boost stat as well, which is really cool. Did you know Christian has main evented a pay per view in this year for WWE Impact and AEW? That's impressive. That is awesome. That, that is cool. The cool fact. Cool fact. Which was the WWE one? It was the Royal Rumble. He was in the Royal Rumble. So it was a thirty-man match. Oh, that's a bit. Yeah, that's a bit of a ever. loose one, Christian. <laughs> but you can't still count cool. that. Uh, it was a cool comeback. It was his Who comeback. Who tweeted so that? Was it him? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is cool. It is. I think it's it cool. Is, it is cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him that. Well, well, At this point of his career as well. Like, you know. Maybe you could main event a recharge wrestling pot. He could. He could. Come on, Christian. Come chat with us. Don't you have to be a skid mark to do that? Because technically the skid mark's the main event. So it's probably not a good thing being a main event of this. <laughs> We could talk can, about how much we hate Jake Hager. He can, he, he can give us his skid mark. I don't hate Jake Hager, by the way. I, he's just my least favourite member by a long way. I'm with you on that one, to be fair. 
of, of the inner circle, not of just like the whole of wrestling or AEW. Yeah, not the whole of wrestling. There's like <laughs> a lot less. Yeah. Um, but yeah, real. Um, any other AEW? I think mm. that's all I got because I've got Andrade my... Cody. Oh yeah, didn't even mention yep. that. Yep, that was a good match again. Um, nice to see Cody lose. Yeah, he got a mixed reaction this week. So I don't know whether his promo last week worked or I not. Think it, might have done. Yeah, I think he might have got bigger boost if, if there wasn't that promo last week. So maybe it did work. But um, I don't ha- think the promo, I wanted to break because you were very negative last week about I, I was negative. I yeah. don't think it was as try hard as you made it out to be. I think it's very clever. Um, Please don't boo me. It. Please don't boo me. I'm trying really I, hard. I, I don't think it was like that. I think it's more... I think he still will turn. I think it's just playing into that. Um, and I think eventually he's going to get pushed and pushed and pushed until he does turn. I hope so. I hope he turns. He needs I to. His, he his, his character is not that stupid, the surely. If, if he's not that stupid to be like, please like me. Um, yeah, please, please. He, I think he, you were laying into him. Wow. Um but yeah, what a good match. <laughs> and he got beaten by Andrade. Um, Yay. And Andrade's music's awesome. And I like his entrance with the mask as well. Um, I always think, who's that? And then I remember, um, <laughs> where's that mask then? Yeah, yeah. He, he's so good. Yeah, love it. Absolutely love it. He is good. We didn't get to see Pac or, um, or Malachi Black this That was my only slight disappointment with this. Yeah. I love seeing Malachi. I, I, thought I liked his promo him. though. Yep. Malachi's promo. Was yeah, that, that was good. Yeah, um, basically easy. saying, Cody, you're missing the picture here. Um, mm. As if it's going to change the result. And it didn't change the result. So very clever. Yeah. Um, Malachi is great. I think he's... they're all good. All, all four in that feud. Um, and I want to like Cody more again. I, I loved him at one point. I remember when we all really loved him. He used to get really excited <clears> when he'd be in a wrestling match. And, and his entrance, I even used to absolutely love it. Um, and I'm hoping I can start to get that back again. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's went a bit yeah. weird with a couple of the feuds lately he's had. Um, I think it stemmed from when he beat the Go Go. That was just weird. That's, that felt like the start of it. Yeah, yeah. he's he's had a he's had a rough year, hasn't he? I think. I think it's not helped so many other popular people coming in that they don't. People just don't want to cheer him anymore and don't want him to win feuds anymore because there's too many other people. He I don't think feuds with him. not popular people. Yeah, but he he tried that with like. I guess people like QT Marshall in the past, but yeah. Yeah, that was too unpopular. <laughs> yeah. You've got to find a middle ground, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. Just one other quick thing, actually. Um, it's nice um, to see the former Kalisto, um, Samurai Del Sol was his name, I think now, um, on the show. Yeah. They had a kind of cool tag team match with the FTR. That was a bit of fun. I liked seeing him. Um, so that was, that was a nice little match. Just a good match, I suppose, on the show. And yeah, nice yeah. to see him since his release from WWE. So um, I, I'm, I'm assuming he's um, he's contracted to AAA. Yeah, he's day. not. He's not an right? AEW. He's not contracted yeah. to AEW. Okay. Yeah, no, that was good. And um, just looking forward to FTR v Lucha Bros again. Another match at Full Gear, which I cannot wait for. There's so many of them. Um, Full Gear is going to be insane in the membrane. Uh, I reckon it is. I reckon that's a pay per view of the year. You know. I reckon it's a strong, strong contender. How, how good that card looks. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, is Miro v. Brian on full gear? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's another great match. MJF Darby, 
Brian Miro, um, Hangman Punk, and Omega. Punk Kingston, Hangman Omega, FTR, the, um, the only Lucha thing Bros. is Brett v. Ty Conti. Yeah, so many good matches. And probably the women's tournament final, whoever that is. The inner circle match as well. Yeah. Brian Miro, that's the final, isn't it? Yeah. Brian winning would mean if, if Paige wins. I don't think Brian's around. winning, by the way. You don't? I, I, I predicted Moxie to win the tournament before. And I actually think they might just have Miro win the tournament. I think Miro beats Brian, personally. That's, that's, again, it's another early prediction for you. Early pred. We don't I know Brian show. Page would be an amazing match, but it is two real big faces going off against each other. But I guess the intensity yeah. factor could make that work. Um, that would yeah. be a big fight I mean, for you. Yeah. That would make I, Page look amazing. I do think that would work that match. I don't think that's actually a problem, but I still I think, think Miro is going to win. I think what they do a lot of the time with these number one contender matches is they don't end up having like a major feud. They just do a match out of it. Okay. Because it's face v face, you can just do yeah. a, a one-off match. Yeah. It would be really a, good. Probably a Dynamite main event. On a Dynamite thing. special yeah. or something. And just I'm just already like cringing at... Um, I don't know what the move's actually called anymore. I knew it was in WWE. Um, Miro's finisher. Yeah, um, he yeah. used to call it the accolade. I don't know if he does anymore. No, he doesn't. Is, isn't it called like Game Over or something, isn't it? Yeah, no, I think it's Game Over. It I'm was... cringing at how much contortion he's going to oh, put no. Brian's body in. In that, <laughs> I, it makes me cringe now. Just, like <laughs> on Orange Cassidy, with like his knees are like on the floor and his back is just like bent back. You know, Brian is going to sell that. Yeah, insane. Brian he's going to put it. He's going to put him in it. Whether he gets out of it or not is another matter. But he's going to put him in it. Yeah, he is. Um, but, NXT, yeah. NXT, NXT time. 2.0. I wish I was um, more excited to talk about NXT. <laughs> I mean, Grossy, do you want to, do you want to kick off? Because you seem you, 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 <laughs> you seem really pumped for NXT this week. I, I am. Um, funnily enough, I got barely any notes on it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so what what did we have? No, I, I need to have negative things. So, so I, I've, I've got a positive. I've got a positive. My positive is Solo Sequoia making his in-ring debut. Um, the oh, yeah, that was good. Third Uso. Um, he, I can't remember who he beat now. I don't know if you remember, for sure. His name, he was, I can't remember. His, I do have his name written down. He was someone oh, I've it, never it, seen before. Yeah, okay, it wasn't, wasn't a real, oh, I say real person. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a real guy. <laughs> it was, it wasn't the a mannequin. contracted wrestler. Jeet Rama. <laughs> Jeet Rama, that's what he'd yes. Um, yeah, it was I, thought, I thought he looked really good and he did the um, Uso, Uso splash. splash. I didn't expect him to do Uso that. I thought splash. they might be different shit. Yeah, they, they really... It was a variation, wasn't it? And he did the um, bum to the face in the corner as well, the running bum. Whatever that's called. The running bum. <laughs> the running bum to the face. That's probably got a better name. I just realised Naomi does the running bum as well, but she does yeah. it in the middle of the ring. It's very Suspicious. much a... Um, it was like a Rikishi thing, wasn't it? The running bum. He more, he more just bum. did the stink face in the corner. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I, think, I think he did a running bum as well. And you well, the running you... bum to become a finisher. <laughs> you used to do it sometimes. By the what? way, I think, I think we made what Fisher's new nickname, the running bum. How's that feel? Why? Who wins the poll? Yeah, the running Our bum. Poll. Ooh, okay. All those in favour say hi. Hi. Well, one thing I got to say actually, like Solo Sakoa, is his whole gimmick is that he was abandoned by his family. Like, I'm sorry, what are Kishi and the Usos doing then? Because, like, we know who your family are. 
Do we have to yeah. call like? Do you have to? Maybe he wasn't down since day one ish. He was just the ish, <laughs> so they abandoned him. It's just it doesn't make it's weird. It's just weird when you know he's part of the bloodline storyline. He's like, oh yeah, my my whole gimmick is my gimmick abandon. Uh, my gimmick. My family abandoned me. It's a bit, it's a oh. bit weird. Yeah, let's hope they drop that then. Yeah, but I, I think he looks good, and I think he could be he a does big, great. a big big player in NXT. That was a good way to start. Sorry, I disappointed you after my hype. I've got something else positive as well. I've got more positives. We have, I think, Mandy's challenger for the yeah. title. I just said this last week, by the way. Sure. Oh, yes, that is positive. Come out and, um, although it is positive, but I mean, is, Mandy's not beating the Shirai, is she? Yeah. yeah. How? How? Like interference. in a in a wrestling match, it's quite obvious yeah. how really. In a <laughs> I, I still think I I think it's a big um call to have Shirai lose. Maybe she's on her way up and Andy Rose. Roster, though. Yeah, like, I think we, she's going to get so beaten. She's gonna we've been saying that off. for like six months. Ago. I know, but it surely, surely this has got to be. She's coming up to SmackDown. Even though she's on her way, the company is together. Who knows? Time. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this NXT review is going a bit to uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's all over the shop. Uh, it's a bit like the NXT booking, to be honest. Just all the NXT the show, though, is a bit like this. It's just all over the place. It's just it's scatter. Like, Quick, let's get it's, someone else out. Oh, it is fun. And there's this guy. Tom Breaker's just I'll, destroyed someone. I want to talk about more fun. We had the um, Cameron Grimes in the uh, poker okay. room. That, that, was, that, was a, that was a load of fun, wasn't it? I enjoyed chat. that. It was, it was, it was okay. It was a, a good laugh. It was a good laugh. I just like Cameron Grimes. Yeah. I'm he's, not sure. he's so good. Cameron Grimes is great. I wasn't sure on the, on the poker room thing. But... I wanted to see a Cayman, though, over the poker table. Yeah, that would have been good. I think, obviously, we're going to get Duke Hudson v Cameron Grimes next week or soon. We're going to get that. I, I, I think as long as this is the only poker room we get, you know, hopefully this this poker room bit doesn't go on for another couple of weeks. Um, I think they've done. Oh, hopefully, they it's just have a match next week, and, and that's yeah, it. yeah. Hopefully, we just move on to wrestling after this. But um, <coughs> I enjoyed it for what it was. I thought it was a bit of fun. If Cameron Grimes hasn't been in ring for a while. I wonder if he's had a bit of an injury or something like that. Possibly a lot of yeah. there's a lot of guys though, that haven't been wrestling like that. John, John, this was did you know this is Johnny Gargano's first match on NXT 2.0, like since it's been 2.0. It's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that, but he's been so promo in. He's just been doing comedy sketches. Like... I did like that bit where they did rock, paper, scissors. And, um... <laughs> yeah, and he put his thumb up. <laughs> he put his thumb. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, okay. That, that was great. Uh... I think Dexter Lewis is is great. I, I don't know. He, he doesn't do... It's just... It's so, like, silly what he does. But I, I love it. I love Dexter. One other sort of silly thing, actually. It's one of my favourite things on the show. This random little promo from Imperium. Um, where they're, they're always so serious and they were speaking in, I think it's German and Italian they were speaking yeah. in. But mm. um, they're always like, you know, the matter's sacred, blah, blah, blah. It's very serious. Then at the end of their promo, Gigi Dolan comes over, gives him a flower. And he's like, the matter is sacred, oh, yeah. <laughs> but living in America has its benefits. And like, gives a little <laughs> cheeky wink. And I was like, hello, Imperium. <laughs> getting, getting horny Imperium now, are we? <laughs> is, is that what's happening? That sounds like a... A condom brand <laughs> or the Imperium. <laughs> yeah, I, I I enjoyed that. I don't know why. Yeah. I just didn't expect it. 
I forgot about that. Yeah, that was good. It also it got, looks like this um, week we've scrapped all the wrestling and we're just enjoying the silly little promos going. Yeah, yeah. well, you kind of have to with NXT 2.0 because there's not loads of wrestling in it. I we've mean, had to open up our mind, haven't we? We've had yeah, to I think. Chill out I think. I think the main event was a good tag match. Yeah, um, yeah, that was good. Carmelo and Trick won by a shoe to the face or whatever it was. That was good. It was a bit of an interesting finish. Yeah, it's something um, different that. Yeah, <clears throat> and it's fine. I think it's probably the right thing, and you were gonna we're gonna get Carmelo v Gargano for the title, which is gonna be a great match. I liked this the um chemistry between Champa and Gargano. Oh, that was yeah, that moment. Are we gonna get that back. again? I, I, I don't think I, we will. But. Yeah, I think I think that was a one-off. But I that, just like that, that play. That, that was great when they, again, just as soon as this it music just made hit, me flashback. Yeah, as soon as Gagano's music hit, I was like, oh my god, they're going to be on the screen together. It's just, <laughs> just yeah. reminding me of the old. It made me a flashback of him pulling his knee down, pulling his knee pad down on the stage, and just like honestly, the, be- the, 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 the best feud of the last. Five, Their match seven years. Incredible. Insane, that feud. So good. Storytelling was perfect. Um, you know, both of them had spells as heel and faces against each other. The matches were incredible. So good. Just Fear so the good. segue, but do you remember when they randomly come up to the main roster for like four weeks? Yeah, that was And awesome. they were like pushed so yeah, hard. Yeah, as, as a tag team as well. And then like, Champa during that feud. And that was yeah. it. Could you imagine if Champa didn't get injured? Yeah, they'd probably be released by now. <laughs> or or Champa oh, would probably. They'd be on AW. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I've, I said it before, but Gargano is my like, he's he's my favorite guy on NXT. I love Gargano so much. He's so amazing. good. Um, the only note I've got from NXT was Dakota Kai made a return to ring. Um, yes. Beat Cora Jade. Um, not the most spectacular match I've ever seen, and I'm being quite nice there. Um, and with a weird finish where she put a table table on her. Then chose not to jump on it. Then put her skateboard on her chest and walked away. Do you think we're well, maybe getting a Dakota face turn? Oh, it feels like more of a split personality kind of thing. It's a Damien Priest style thing, isn't it? I don't know yeah, Damien Priest, but more, movies. more. <clears throat> Damien Priest is a, like a baby face version of it. But if you're going to use like Dakota now, she has to push herself to the top of NXT. You can't just float around in the middle for long. They either need to move her up to the main roster, I think, or she needs to yeah. have a few little matches destroying some people, and then she needs to get pushed towards the top. And I think she deserves the title if she's staying in NXT eventually. I, I, I completely agree. I, I think either she should be champion or she should be moved to the main roster. Same with EO as well, though. You know, there's a couple of people in that same boat. <clears throat> yeah, but I, I think EO could, and I think this is what she's been used recently, is she could be in this like, enhancement role where she just puts people over um mm. she did it with zoe stark to some kind of success apparently she's legitimately injured by the way which is why they did that angle uh, yeah um that, that's why they get the mandy thing because they need to put mandy over because she's like one of the more established women's wrestlers on the roster um that's the only reason i don't understand what a turnaround mandy. mandy what a turnaround Oh, the best thing she's ever done is move to NXT. So, yeah. Can, can we move on? Yeah. So, yeah. I, it wouldn't be a week of NXT without talking about the oh, coat, would we, it? Here we go. <laughs> okay, go on then. Let's, let's hear about Forget it. Forget about it. Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> great list. That wasn't a great impression, but he almost saved this segment 
I oh, can't my. stand these Last Legend things. Oh, I think they're crap. They're so but bad, aren't they? Tony D'Angelo's so good that it kind of met in the middle for me. Like, I wanted to hate this because I was like, oh, God, I don't like... But then Tony D'Angelo come in with this guy, Mark, and he was like... <laughs> that, that was great. <laughs> Mark. And he was, he was you like, even remember his name, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, you know, always talking about his wife and stuff. So obviously, like, he's been stalking his family and doing all this stuff but he was sort of manipulating him to say everything was fine I just thought it was really good um, no I thought it was good I, I want to make a compilation of you talking about Mark, uh, D'Angelo <laughs> like from the start where like, you hated him and now yeah. you're like his best mate yeah. ever just, I want to do that he's just, he's just <laughs> get our producer Callius of John to sort that out for us yeah you need to get and if he doesn't he'll be sleeping with the fishes <laughs> Or sleeping with fish. <laughs> Depends how <laughs> high up the high up the cards you want to get. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I I just wanted to know what your thoughts are this because I don't like Lash Legends. I I don't get it at all. But I hate that segment. Yeah, Lash I, Legends. I've not enjoyed any of it. I think that could have been a skid mark. But Tony I don't D'Angelo, get what she is. Tony D'Angelo she... did save it. I assume she can wrestle. That's all I could imagine. She, she's good. Well, we haven't she's seen it. That's the difficult. We haven't seen. She's not even had a hint of having a match yet. No, so. because all, all of her segments are either pointless or she's talking to Tony D'Angelo. She's not going to fight Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> she? I, I don't really get what she's doing. Talking to no. Big Tone. She, she's offering nothing. Mark has offered more than NXT. Mark. Last legend, legend so far. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We have. Um, the right. only other thing I was going to talk about briefly on NXT was um, I thought they recovered Bron Break. Obviously, he lost. Um, he lost and yeah. didn't win his title. And I've, we kind of thought he would. I thought they recovered him nicely on this show. Quick squash match against Andre Chase. But his promo afterwards was what... It was still serious. You know, I'm going to get to the top one day. As opposed to the other end of the scale, MSK looked fucking ridiculous on this show. Oh yeah, what on earth? Was I that thought that about? was shocking. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, so I just I wanted to talk about the two extremes there. The reason I liked MSK <laughs> was their amazing in-ring wrestling, and I always yeah. thought they didn't have much personality, but this personality just looks vain. <clears throat> I, again, they didn't care. Yeah. They they lost the titles. It felt yeah. Like. I I think I, I hate it when they do that. I think I mentioned either last week or a few weeks back about them in um, Impact. And last week yeah yeah they're um they're, they're, they're not quite there they're not they're, they're very um very, very raw um in terms of their promo style they just kind of i say the whole bit on impact was being high and they never really said anything of note and they're always a bit stupid always a bit goofy but in, in ring they're insane and um it just doesn't quite match it's, up. it's basically about riddle isn't it i was saying <laughs> it last week it's like it's worse than that riddle yeah it's, it's, I mean, Matt Riddle's Riddle charismatic. Matt He's, Riddle is serious. MSK, I've never seen them serious. I've never seen them like, we need to win this match. Like, they're always just a bit stupid. Yeah, and a bit I, just, I just and... thought it was complete, like, contrast. Like, Bron Breaker yeah. was so... I thought they rebuilt him really well here. Like, you can still see him as a top contender. But MSK, I feel like, oh, they're never winning the tag titles again after that. They probably... They may well do eventually, but, like, right now, I wouldn't <laughs> want them to because they just... They don't feel serious <laughs> at all. Yeah. Yeah, this is a shame because I like them. I do like them, but just I didn't like this. I didn't like what they did here. No, completely agree. <clears throat> Are we ready for the skidders? The favorite yeah. segment of the skid marks. We need a um, we need a uh, skid mark. 
dingle, don't they? That's what we need. I better not do any copyright theme tunes here. <laughs> yeah. so. Skid marks. Who wants yeah, to go if, first, then? If one of us could, like, fart. I don't mind skidding it up. It's up to you. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a skid, Krusty. I'm going to skid mark it up. Okay, so mine is a generalised... This has been said so many times, and I actually tried to sort of think of how I could angle this so it wasn't the same as some previous skid marks. Roll-up finishes, but this time it's more about people, bigger stars, and um, people they're trying to push, I think, being negatively impacted by a roll-up pin. So there was probably more, but ones that I noted, we had firstly Bala versus Gable. Bala, it was quite a cool cradle, but he like only just beat Gable by... Uh, Bala's such a big star that he I don't think he should clean. be winning by a, <clears throat> by, a, um, by a roll-up pin. And he was getting destroyed before that. The only thing that I think this could be a saving grace is if what we sort of wished for earlier, that they're really trying to push Gable. And this did make him look great. But after Balor's sort of recently not, not being that successful, I think this damages him. The fact that he's had to win by a cradle pin. And when was the last time Balor won with a roll-up? I can't remember the last time he didn't hit his finisher. So I think yeah. it's starting <clears throat> to damage him now. Um, again, if K- if Gable's being pushed, that's fine. Let's use Balor to, to push him because I'd like someone else to be a star. And um, We also had um, Von Wagner on NXT was rolled up. And I, I don't think it is a good look for somebody that they're really trying to push. The other week he was in the sort of title match um, and now he's just been rolled up. I, I don't like it. I thought it's that was not... very odd that he, he took the pin in that match, actually. Yeah. Um, I yeah, thought they would, might win anyway, but for, if they're going to lose, I thought they'd pin Kyle, not yeah. Wagner. Especially as if the rumours, apparently yeah. Carl, Carl O'Reilly's out of contract in December, so could be getting an undisputed reunion sooner than we think, I think, in AEW, if that rumours are to believe. Um, but yeah, as soon as next month, he's out of contract, apparently. So, yeah, you know, and he's not doing anything in NXT. No. So, so, I don't really don't see why he's doing that. take the pin, and if you do, <clears throat> a cheeky roll-up, I just thought it was just... I didn't like it, just didn't like it. And then we... Um, in, in an amazing match, but we had Usos getting rolled up by New Day because of a confusion who's in the ring. I suppose it's a little bit inventive, but we've had it so many times before. Um, I just don't like the fact that they're doing so many of these roll-ups yeah. on big, big stars as well. There's another one as well. I don't even know if you've mentioned that other one. Who's the other one? Belair on Raw in the title. Oh, match. of course. So... All these major stuff. They're all different, like slightly different. Like Belair yeah. was turnbuckle. Um, but yeah. be- Becky took the turnbuckle off. Belair went into it and then rolled her up. Yeah. Um, the one, in, like you said, with the New Day was um, confusion of who was pinning who or whatever. Even if it takes a couple of finishers to pin them, just, just get them pinned by a finisher. <laughs> Please stop rolling people up. Um, and it, I think with Balor, it's damaging the people who are doing the roll up, not just the other way around. Um, it's almost showing yeah. that they can't win by by um, by other means. So that is my skid mark for this week. Good skid mark. Thank um, you, Sean. <laughs> that's right. <Malicious>. Um, <laughs> I wishes. I guess I'll, I'll I'll crack on with my skid mark. I'll get my pants out and I'll skid them up. Um, 
because my skid mark for this week is from NXT. I'm not, I'm not even that passionate about this. I just, I just don't don't get it. Was this weird Zion Quinn and Robert Stone segment? It's funny because <laughs> we've, we've been laughing at NXT, like how silly their segments are. Like all this, this show is, is this another is segment. This like, was taking the piss are, of it. Yeah, these are two people I don't particularly care about. I, I, I don't care what Zion Quinn does. I don't care what Robert Stone does. But at one point, I thought they were going to kiss during this because they were dancing and he was like okay so Robert Stone is trying to get out of the match and trying to do a singing contest and said okay you know that happens sometimes they need some stupid terrible singing yeah we've seen this happen before and then you think oh you know Zong Quinn's just going to destroy him and that's going to be it that's how Zong Quinn's peers have been booked over the yeah, last he's been booked few weeks like so that. I thought okay Zong Quinn's this is a stupid segment but this happens sometimes Oh, there's Owen Quinn fancies to sing along as well. And he starts singing um, Shawn Michaels' theme tune. I mean, I, I popped for the song. I'm not yeah, no, it was a good choice of song, I have to admit. <laughs> then he started dancing Robert Stone and he was like, I just, I think, honestly, there's, honestly, there's a point. I thought, who's he going to kiss? I thought, what's going on here? I just didn't, didn't understand what was happening. And it just doesn't really fit Zion Quinn's character. What, what, what character he's got? He doesn't have much of a character. Um, but it, it, it just didn't really fit and... Um, it was just, odd. Just, just so bizarre. It's so I was in a bit of a mixed so emotion odd. about this. I started off hating it, thinking, what on earth is this? And then randomly, I bought into NXT 2.0 and I was loving it. I thought, <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah Especially when like... Zion Quinn started joining in, because I did not expect that. I thought he was just going to punch him. And yeah, that, like, that was okay. a shame. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. this is odd because, like you say, Zion Quinn has been booked quite serious in the. Well, we saw it just last week in the backstage segment. He put Robert Stone for the table because Robert Stone was annoying him, and that's kind of like that's that's Zion Quinn's thing. And then this week he decides to have a dance and sing along with him. It didn't make any sense. Um, I say it it didn't even bother me that much. It was it was a bit weird, but like you know, it's weird. I'm talking of um. So we spoke earlier as well about Imperium having like their little flirty segment thing as well. But Zion Quinn had one with Electra Lopez as well after this. Very odd. They did. Just yeah. Everyone on NXT is horny, I swear. It's such a weird show. <laughs> it's such a weird show. Cameron Gordon's <laughs> just trying to bang everyone in the... Yeah, um, Dexter Loomis and Indy Hartwell. Like, yeah. it's just, it's all over, honestly. It's just, it should be sponsored by Jurex or something, this show. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's a weird one anyway. Um, yeah, but it's a good skid mark because it was just... Yeah, I mean, I expect it from Robert Stone. He's a joke character, but um, yeah, for Zion Quinn, I mean, they probably wanted to give him some personality, but I don't think it's the right way to do it. No, not at all. <clears throat> um, shall I move on to mine? Yep. Skid as so fish. Mine is actually going to be from AEW, which is a rare thing for me. Look at that for a mix and match bag. Yeah. yeah. Um, and mine is kind of completely opposite scale of a character. Um, I actually am going to talk about Abaddon. Um, She's just someone I don't get. And I like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of horror characters in wrestling sometimes. Like, I love Bray Wyatt. I liked Alexa Bliss. I like Alistair Black. I like, you know, various others, Undertaker, Kane over the years. But Abaddon, I don't understand as a character because she hasn't done anything. I, I mean, she might do stuff on Dark and all these shows previously but on dynamite and rampage i barely she's barely been on tv she 
comes out and then just looks ridiculous, like looks crazy and just does all this stuff with no context. I don't think there's any context to a character. Why I love Bray Wyatt so much is you had the Funhouse side of him, which had the deep character, meaningful promos, brilliant on the mic stuff. Then you'd had his alter ego who comes out and destroys people. And similar with Alexa Bliss, like she was very good at explaining her character and why she was what like she was. I don't have any reason to care about Abaddon. But not only that, she's barely been on TV. And I just don't, I, I didn't like the match at all. Um, why she's having like this kind of match with Britt Baker, the champion, I don't really understand. Because it's Halloween. Barely, I guess it's just because <laughs> it's the Halloween. Only reason. She's the scariest prostate. Yeah. We won't who, see it till next Halloween, by the way. No, <laughs> that's what I don't like about it. It's, it's like Mansoor, but it's like he pops up in Saudi, she pops up on Halloween. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, and I didn't think I'd be hearing Abaddon compared to Mansoor tonight. <laughs> in, in, in a weird way. <laughs> but also, like, there was a table spot in this and it didn't break twice. Oh, yeah, that, um, that, that was a mess. The match was just clunky and awkward. And I just don't think she's that good in the ring either. So Yeah, I, I, I don't think this match did anything for Britt Baker, by the way, which is, which is a shame because Britt Baker's, like, I mean, number one. I feel like it's qui- it'll be quickly forgotten about. Like, it wasn't mentioned at all on Dynamite. Like, it's nothing to do with Britt Baker. That's why it's just felt completely out of place for me. There's not been a bit... Yeah. If, if you're having a big match like this, at least build Abaddon a bit. Have a, like, win a couple of matches on Dynamite. Have a few... Put, cut a promo on Brit. I, I don't know anything about Abaddon. And for, so for me, I was watching Rampage, and I really enjoyed the... Um, Brian Eddie Kingston match that opened Rampage and I was really into Rampage and then this match just like I was just like this is what am I watching and do you know what the even best bit is and Krusty were like this do you know how the match finished it's a street fight it's crazy there's thumbtacks in the mouth there's all sorts roll up. it ended with a roll up and that that take me over the edge for the skid mark because yeah Britt Baker's rolling up Abaddon what's going on I don't mind roll ups there you go there is another yeah, match where the winner is being damaged by a roller. Why is she needing to? I did get. I, I kind of liked the thing that she put went in for the lock draw. Yeah, bit. I did that like that kind bit. of yeah. clever. But she could do a different move on her, surely. Yeah, I don't like Abaddon. Never liked her. No, that I think, scary. I just don't anyway, get that. So. I just don't like the character, and I don't get it. And I just didn't think it was had any place in this in this p- position. Again, it's Halloween. all about where you put it on the card and what you do with it. And it, to me, it just made no sense, apart from the fact that it was Halloween. Um, yeah, it just, I just didn't like the match. And like I said, to do a, a crazy sort of hardcore match like this and then end up in a roll-up. I don't mind roll-ups as much in single matches on TV. Uh, they do too many, but like individual basis, like a singles match and then a roll-up is not that big a deal. But if you're doing a match like this, don't end up in a roll-up. Why? No, you're right. And I, I think they made a good point as well about... Um... These characters, they need context. You can't just throw out someone, you know, like yeah. Abaddon, like that kind of. There's clearly a, a story and a character there. Um, like a lesser, a much less example is Isla Dawn on NXT UK. Like she's become a kind of Abaddon style, like a kind of like dark arts, um, like witch type character almost. She's she's gone a bit crazy, but they've been telling a story about that. If one week Isla Dawn came out and she was like a witch, you'd be like, what the hell's going on? Like, you know, don't yeah. really get it. And I, I'm um, guessing there is a backstory behind Abaddon. I just, it's not been on TV for me to know it. So I don't yeah. know. Well, that's the thing. I, I think she's not, she's not important I like enough. Yeah, we do. She, she's, she's not important enough for them to tell the story. That's the, that's the issue here. Isn't and it? yet they're putting her with Britt Baker in the main event of a. It's not really Abaddon's TV fault. show. It's just the position she's put in here because. Yeah, like 
it, you can't go from nothing to main event to not being on TV again. Like it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I no, no real substance. So yeah, that's my skid mark. It's a good skid mark, and it's a wide range of skid marks today. We've hit main roster, NXT, and AW. Last skid mark. Yeah, we covered every every brand fairly there. Really, there we skidded all over the world of professional <laughs> wrestling. We, and I think we are. We have skidded all over you. Sweet. I think now we've done now we've done our skidding. We're probably done for the week. Yeah, so. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Yeah, it's been a fun one today. With a, a bit of a laugh, I think. <laughs> Thank you for having me back. Oh, it's great. It's, be- it? it's great when it's the three of us because we just recharge wrestling two point oh. So, um, yeah. So it, that'll be all for this week. We need to go recharge our batteries. So, um, if you follow us on Twitter. Um, at Recharge Wrestle, and it's the same on Facebook. Um, feel free to interact with us. Please uh, vote on our polls. We really like doing them. We try and do one every week so we can read the uh, results out on the show. And we uh, obviously did the, the Twitter questions at the start if we get any as well. That's great. Um, so follow us on Twitter. Um, we're part of the Robot Republic community. So follow them as well at Robot Republic underscore. Um, where they have more great podcasts to do with gaming, horror, and nerd culture. Um, that was the Podfather, Krusty, the Crown Jewel, Keeney, and I don't know, I'm not having that name. So and, and the running on <laughs> And Fisher. That's all for this week. Join us next week. Goodbye. See you guys. See ya. 